You're listening to the Food Freedom Podcast, hosted by me, Dylan Murphy, Registered Dietitian Nutritionist. Food Freedom Podcast explores the topics of intuitive eating, mindset, and body respect to help you create a lifestyle of lasting food freedom. We believe it's possible to feel confident in your food choices and connected to your body. And here on Food Freedom Podcast, we will show you how. I am a registered dietitian nutritionist and owner of Dylan Murphy Nutrition, a nutrition coaching practice helping women make peace with food, heal their relationship with their body, and create sustainable health habits. We welcome all foods over here, from kale salads to queso and everything in between. Let's dive in. All right, friends, we are on pillar three of our free method framework. Pillar three is establishment. Up until now, you may have never fully listened to your body or known what the phrase listening to your body even means. Listening to and honoring your body are such crucial steps when it comes to intuitive eating and mindful eating. The thing with diets is they take the focus off of our body's internal cues and shift our gaze to unnecessary restriction, discontentment, calorie counting, and really everything under the sun that takes us away from connection to our body. And this is why diets fail us because they offer this one size fits all approach and it really doesn't work. (laughs) Your body is smart and it's strong and it does a really good job of telling you what it needs. It tells you when you're hungry, when you're cold and you need to put on a jacket, when you're hot and you need to take off said jacket, when you're tired and so many other things. But learning to listen to your body and especially your hunger and fullness cues when you've really never listened to it, or maybe it's been a while since you have listened to it, can be so hard. And so one thing we do with clients is we help them reconnect with those hunger and fullness cues. And how we do that is using the hunger scale, which we have a whole episode dedicated to the hunger scale that I highly recommend you go listen to after. Because a common misconception we see with the hunger scale is this idea of, is the hunger scale a food rule? No, it's not. Spoiler alert, which I answered it way more in depth in the episode I did a few episodes back on the hunger scale. Some things that to think on though, when it comes to listening to your body and specifically, like I mentioned, listening to your hunger would be what does hunger feel like to me? What does fullness feel like to me? Because it's really not, again, a one size fits all approach. Sure. We all probably for the most part feel hunger and fullness pretty similarly, but it can be important to reconnect with that and pay attention to what that actually feels like for your body. And then what makes your body feel energized? So if you're noticing, okay, I feel hungry and I also feel kind of tired, run down. Maybe it's, you know, that midday 2 PM type feeling where it can be really easy to grab for a cup of coffee because it's like, I'm tired, need that caffeine boost. And sure, maybe you do grab some caffeine if you want to. But a lot of times what you also may notice is, okay, it's 2, 3 p.m. I probably haven't eaten since, let's say, 11 a.m. or 12 p.m. when I had lunch. So this also seems like a good time to have a snack. And one thing we see with a lot of clients in our one-on-one and our group programs is 
they really, that afternoon slump that they had experienced before kind of goes away because they recognize, okay, an afternoon snack is a really, really important part of my day. And so I'm going to prioritize that. So if I'm going into my office, I'm going to make sure I bring snacks. If I'm working from home, I'm going to make sure I always have snacks on hand, which I wish I had this bag by my desk right now because there's this snack that I'm loving from Trader Joe's. If you live near Trader Joe's or shop at Trader Joe's, you need to get it. It's a trail mix. And I do not know (laughs) what it's called because it's not on my desk, but it has these like honey roasted peanuts and pretzels and Chex Mix. And gosh, it is so, so good. Every time I go, I buy three bags and I probably go through three bags a week because I buy it every week. But that's been my go-to afternoon snack because... (laughs) On the note of that Chex Mix or that Trail Mix, when it comes to an afternoon snack, what you're going to want is you want to make sure it's going to give you a balance of carbs and protein, maybe some fat as well. Because, and we've discussed this in earlier episodes, when we have those mix of food groups, it's going to help us stay full longer, keep our energy up for longer. And so again, prevents that slump from happening later on in the day or 30 minutes later. Some other key things we talk about with clients in the establishment phase is navigating emotional eating, which we also have done a podcast episode on that. And I think this year we've noticed really a rise in that, a rise in people struggling with emotions and anxiety, depression, fear, overwhelm, really, you name the emotion, you've probably felt it this year. And it's so easy to go to food. For emotional support. And if you're like a lot of the people we work with, sometimes it's more of a subconscious thing. You don't even realize you're doing it. You just come home from work or you shut down the computer in your home office and you walk into the pantry, you grab food and you just start eating. Now, there's nothing wrong at all with getting a snack after work or having dinner right after work. But I think what can often happen is we kind of eat on autopilot when we're feeling certain emotions. And again, we don't necessarily identify it. So if this sounds like you or something, something that you've struggled with, some tips that can help with the emotional eating and just navigating that would be to really insert a pause into that. So let's say work, for example. I know for a lot of us, we're working from home. And so when typically, let's say you would clock out for the day at work and have 10, 15, 30 minute, however long commute home, which kind of gives you that time to decompress, to kind of see like, what am I going to do when I get home? How am I feeling? Like, do I have any stress that I need to get out? Do I need to jam to like the latest Taylor Swift album to boost my mood? Like, what do I need? But now a lot of us are working from home. And so we shut down the computer and we don't have much of that buffer between work ending and kind of moving on to the next thing. And so it can be so easy to just waltz right into the kitchen, grab food, sit down, turn on Netflix and kind of go on with your night. Again, nothing wrong with that, but I want you to insert this pause where kind of thinking about, again, the commute that you used to have. So maybe that pause looks like I'm going to go take my dog on a walk first, or I'm going to spend some time journaling at the end of the day or I'm going to do a meditation, a yoga flow. Maybe I'm going to go take a shower. Sometimes with our clients, we even just recommend setting a timer on your phone for like a minute, two minutes, five minutes, whatever sounds good to you. And just sitting 
which literally even saying that kind of fills me with anxiety of like, well, what am I supposed to do in that time? But it can be such a helpful pause to really gather your thoughts, de-stress, see like, what do I really need next? Am I hungry or am I craving food or am I stressed from today? And maybe I need something to de-stress where some of the examples I mentioned, like maybe I need to go walk my dog. Maybe I need to call a friend, listen to a podcast or, okay, maybe I am hungry. So I do need to go get a snack. Maybe I'm frustrated, upset, but basically to give yourself that pause to be able to really pinpoint what emotion you're feeling and then be able to act on that emotion in a way that's going to best serve the emotion. And again, it probably is going to be very normal depending on the time that you finish work at the end of the day or depending on you know what time you're doing this check-in that you may be hungry soon after anyway because dinner may be around the corner or a snack. So it's obviously not to demonize eating after work by any means, but it can help just be a checkpoint of, okay, what is going to be next on the agenda for today? Okay. So we talk about, like I mentioned, the hunger scale, how to really listen to your body. We talk about how to navigate emotional eating and really just tuning into your emotions and, and then learning how to respond accordingly. Another thing we really dig into in this establishment pillar is what it looks like to let go of the number. So the number on the scale, the number of calories you eat in a day, the number of steps you move, because like I mentioned a little bit earlier, that number, any of those numbers that I mentioned are really what can take us away from listening to your body. And one of the overarching goals of our programs at Free Method Nutrition is that you will be able to walk away feeling confident in your body and knowing truly how to listen to your body. And so we want to help strip away anything that keeps you from doing that. Obviously, letting go of the number can be so hard if you're so used to weighing yourself every day, tracking calories, paying attention to the number of steps that you walk or any other numbers that there may be out there. And so if you're listening and you're like, Dylan, I don't know how I could ever stop weighing myself or stop counting calories or stop paying so much attention to how many steps I walk in a day. What I would challenge you to do is to start small. So maybe you don't go from, you know, doing something seven days a week to not doing it at all, but maybe we, we make small baby steps. So maybe we do, okay, right now I'm weighing myself every day. So what if I didn't weigh myself on, let's say Saturdays, one day a week? I don't weigh myself. Then one day turns into two, turns into three, et cetera, et cetera. Same thing with the fitness tracker. Maybe right now you wear it every time you go on a walk. And so it's tracking your steps, letting you know how, if you're reaching the glorious 10K or however many steps it is you try and reach. So maybe you pick one day of, okay, I'm not going to wear my fitness tracker. I'm going to go walk my dog, go on a walk with my friend or my partner and not wear it. Then maybe one day turns into two to three. Next thing you know, you don't know where your fitness tracker is or you sell it or you donate it. (laughs) Um, Same thing again with calorie counting or any of the other numbers is starting small. So seeing, okay, I'm currently doing this seven days or five days a week. So what if I just took one of those days away and moved from there? So if any of these things that I talked about in this episode stood out or you're like, oh my gosh, like I need more help and more support with this. We got you. (laughs) So we are currently enrolling for our January and February 
group programs over at Free Method Nutrition. Our group programs are 12 week programs. And really, like I mentioned, is our goal is to help take women from dieting to intuitive eating and to help you from feeling obsessed with food thoughts to having so much clarity in your thoughts and in your relationship with food. These are small, intimate groups. We have no more than five women per group so that everyone has time and space to feel heard so that you feel safe and open to share your struggles. So if this sounds like something that would resonate with you, we would love for you to apply. Head to freemethodnutrition.com slash academy, and you'll see more information about the program and find the link to apply there. And like I mentioned, we're currently enrolling for our January and February groups. So if you're listening to this in real time, go ahead and apply now. If you're listening to this and it's past January and February, that's okay because we are always enrolling for our groups. We start at the beginning of each month. So head to freemethodnutrition.com slash academy and you'll see the information to apply and you'll be able to select which month enrollment works best for you. Thank you so much for listening to our show. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Food Freedom Podcast. Make sure you're following us on Instagram at Free Method Nutrition for more inspiring content on food freedom, intuitive eating, body respect, and many other things. If you're curious how you can support our podcast and help it to reach more people like you, we would love if you would take a minute to rate and review the show. We drop new episodes every Tuesday, so make sure you subscribe so you always catch our latest conversations. See you next episode.